Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. And welcome back to another episode of Hashtag No Filter. Today's guest has actually been on the podcast once before. I will link that episode. And I've also been on her podcast twice. I will link both those episodes. It is none other than Lindsay Metzlar of We Met at Acme. I'm sure most, if not all of you, know who she is. And I'm so excited to have her back on the podcast. We say like anytime we're chatting and doing these podcasts, we just feel like we're just having a conversation and we're just letting you guys in on it. Uh, but no, I really just love her. I think it's so incredible what she's built and just what she's done with her brand with We Met at Acme. And she's just really an incredible person. And I'm so excited to share this episode with you. And we were saying it's so funny that, you know, the th- so we've done three other podcast episodes together and each episode we did we were in such different places in our lives obviously different places in our lives than where we are now but also different places between even like the first and second episode that we did on her podcast we like laugh about it it's just crazy we we feel like like over the last few years or since we've known each other and we've done these podcasts, we've kind of like both been growing and changing and so much has changed. And so it's just been, it's kind of cool to, you know, catch up with each other and let you in on a little bit of the conversation. So without further ado, let's get into this next episode of Hashtag No Filter with Lindsay Metzlar. Welcome back to the podcast, Lindsay. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. I love chatting with you. It's always like just hanging with a friend. It's so fun. And it's so funny because I was actually, so we've been on three, we've done three episodes together, two on your, two on We Met at Acme and one on mine. And I know I posted them on Instagram yesterday and I'll link them, but it's really funny. If I don't know if you looked at the dates of those, it they were so long ago. Like it feels like another lifetime. And I feel like- really? When we did those podcasts, we were in different places in our lives from the first one on your um your podcast to the second one. And now we're in different places again. <laughs> again, we just keep growing. I love that for us. I know. And it's like, we haven't known each other that long and we don't like live near each other or anything anymore, or even like see each other that much at all. But it's like, every time we chat, we like have both grown and changed so much. I feel since the last time, which is kind of cool. I personally. Very cool. Um, wait, tell me, we were just talking before we started. She does not have a Diet Coke. Can you explain why? Because I have my Diet Coke. Yes. Okay. So Julie and I are both Diet Coke addicts. Um, I have, and my addiction, it was manageable because I was doing one a day. Um, and I would choose sometimes lunch, sometimes dinner, depending on what I had going on. Right. Recently, I've been out of control and I've just been Diet Coke every meal. Um, How many here? Weeks? 
what does out of control mean? Sorry to cut you off. Like out of what? control. No, please, please. Out of control means like one for lunch, one for dinner, yeah. like big ones, yeah. not, not little kids anymore, you know? And, <laughs> and it was fine. Like I was like, whatever, live my life, but I, it's affecting my sleep because like that last one, it keeps me up. Yeah. And you know, I wish, I wish right now my decision was to drink it at lunch because I just feel like that would be better, but it's, I have to drink it at dinner because I'm going out to dinner. Anyway, real Diet Coke heads know that like Diet Coke heads, Diet Coke heads I like. um, that like, it just, it is what it is. It makes us happy. Drink it whenever. It's just that when it, when it affects like the sleep, you know, it's harder. What do you, you think? You know, you can get caffeine free Diet Coke though. Why would I? I mean, I agree, but maybe it won't affect your sleep. I agree with that. But I feel like when I drink the Diet Coke, caffeine, it's the only caffeine I get because I don't drink coffee. Right. Same. Caffeine is good for you. Like it makes you poop. It like yep. does make your you headache, poop. you know? <laughs> yeah, it's true. Okay. So you're not drinking a Diet Coke right now, but you will tonight. I will tonight. And, and then we'll drink Diet Coke together next time we see each other. Exactly. So it, it'll all be okay. All right. So last time we now I feel because speaking of poop, there's something I want to ask you about. And then we'll go back to my other question. So the other day I recorded a podcast with Carly, who you know, who used, who used to work at Locks Club and Danielle and Jackie, who you may or may not know. And the main topic we talked about, and I think you've talked about it, is pooping in front of your significant other. Oh, and yeah. we all have very different like thoughts on it. And now mm. I need to, in a nutshell, tell me what your thoughts are on it. Well, where does everyone stand? And then I'll tell you. So I don't like pooping in front of my significant other. And I I think you're the opposite, but I, I, it's not that, I don't know. Even when I was married, I would put the shower on, put the music on, like shut the door, like uh, obviously shut, but everything was like, you couldn't hear me. I like flushed out the sound, but now I'm in a newer relationship and I definitely am not going to poop in front. And so Carly is the opposite. And Carly's like, well, what do you do if you have to fart? I'm like, well, girls don't fart. Like I'm very on that end of the spectrum. Mm -hmm. So are you the opposite? I am the opposite, but I wasn't always. I think that like when you get comfortable with someone, like when it's like the person you're going to marry, and that's why I'm shocked that you weren't doing this when you were married. Like, I feel like, nothing can be off the table. Like you're, if you want kids, you're going to like plop a baby out of your vagina in front of them. Right. Like, it's true. And you shit your, you shit when that happens, yep. like yep. literally in front of their eyes. It's and so true. I just feel like you have to, you just, if you want to not have stomach problems for the rest of your life, you have to be honest and you can do it in a cute, endearing way. Like it doesn't have to be like, I'm going to take a big shit. It's going to be nasty and smelly. Like, so what no. do you do? Are you just like, I have to go poop? So we have like, kind of like a code for it. Like I'll say, so we call, um, a, like if we're going to poop, we call it taking a call. So I'll be like, oh, I have to take a call or like, I'm getting a call. And then it, we, it pay, uh, farting, we call paging. And I'm like, oh no, it was like just a page or like, wait, did that... you page? Yeah. Wait. So what if you have an actual call that you have to take? Then we'll be like, well, we have a real call. A real call. Okay. Real I love call, okay. Yeah. And I mean, look, you have to do what you have to do. And like you, you do. And especially in New York, you might only have one bathroom. Like it can be tough. I just remember when I was married, like even 
I, I wouldn't like run to Starbucks. I did do that when we first started dating. But when we were married, I just ran to the other bathroom, shut the door, turn on the faucet, turn on the fan, turn on my Spotify playlist and made a whole scene of it. And Carly was saying like, Danielle and Jackie and I were on the same page and Carly's like, she has stomach problems. She's like, I gotta go if I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. I mean, that's the thing. Like if, if I have to go, I need to jump on that opportunity because it's not often. Right. But don't you feel like when you were doing all those theatrics in the bathroom, like it was so clear to him what was happening. Well, right. That's why it's so, I, I recognize it's so stupid. Like, why don't right. I just like, and I think maybe it'll come in time and yeah, who knows, but it is funny because we had such a conversation about that. So when you said poop, I had to bring it up. Okay. So what I wanted to go back to is, so the last time we spoke was, I mean, spoke on the podcast, it was a while ago and a lot has changed for both of us. The main thing would be that you're married, you're a wife. So how okay. is it going? It is good. It is really good. I, I feel very lucky to have found my husband. I feel like he is just such a gem and such a good one. Um, and I feel so lucky. So like, while I might have problems in other areas of my life and like whatever, and will in the future, I feel like he is just like a dream. And I feel like I, I do feel like I earned it because I did go through the ringer when it came to so many relationships and, and I really was only able to find Steven when I did the work on myself, when I got sober, when I did like things that I needed to do in order to attract the person that I really, really wanted. Um, and so it's been really good. It's been really good. It's nice to like check that box right, of like, right. okay, don't have to worry about relationships. I can focus on growth. It's I can focus so on true. this. I can focus on that. Oh, well, I'm so happy for you. And I like, what would you say? Because when I got granted, I'm not married anymore. But when I got married, I actually thought the ma getting married was less of a big deal than moving in together. I thought moving in together was like the biggest thing, like such an adjustment, all of it. And marriage, like getting married was just, it was fun and it was amazing. And I loved it. But do you agree? Or do you feel like it was a I huge I do. Yeah. No, I do agree. I think moving in is a way bigger deal because like you're, you know, it's your autonomy. Whereas getting married is really just a piece of paper, unless like you're living and breathing it in a way being like, I'm married, you know, but I think it's funny because like being married now, like I, like both of us are so loyal and like we would never, but it makes me think about like how, oh, of course it's easy for so many people to cheat on their spouses because being married, it's not like anything actually changes. Like, I... it's not like you have like you know, this diff, like it's the same person. So if you're, if this person was shitty before you marry them, they're going to be shitty during your marriage. Mm -hmm. It's so true. And I just feel like moving in together, you learn so much about each other. And then when you get married, you'll keep learning forever, but it's different when you move in together. It's like everything is merging and it's oh crazy. totally like all crazy. the finances are on the table. Oh yeah. You, you find out how their poops smell, they poop. whether you like it or not. <laughs> so is there anything with Steven that like, when you guys did get married, like you noticed anything different or did you, was it just kind of like the big changes were when you moved in together? And then when you got married, was it just kind of like normal? Like, did anything feel different? Did he act different in any way? I think there was definitely like some pre-marriage, like the holidays stuff. Like we didn't know if we should be spending the holidays together, you know, like before we were engaged or like, you know, what was necessary and what was not. And I think post marriage, like everything is like, we're a unit. Like mm -hmm. if we're going to like, you know, whatever, 
like the only holiday we maybe split up on still is like Mother's Day or Father's Day so we could be with our like respective sure even that like you make every decision together and I feel like that is a huge difference between marriage and like boyfriend girlfriend right right so like if you for Rosh Hashanah for like Thanksgiving one where it's just you know one day do you kind of well I guess Rosh Hashanah is two do you both you both go together and then go to the other we go together we go together and like we're really lucky because our in like my in-laws really get along with my parents and that is so rare and so like they work it out almost like we're like you know they're like divorced parents who are friends that I work love out it. where the kids are going that's so important though that is so huge I feel like some people don't even think about that like do you believe you marry the family when you get married oh my god you 100,000% married the family and no disrespect to potent fallen in-laws in the past that never became in-laws yeah. but they we're definitely, you know, I, I never loved a family like I loved, like I love Steven's family. And I'm curious if like you think about that when you're dating, like in your new relationship. Wow. That's so, in, that's so interesting. And do you think you haven't loved a family aside from your own? Of course, like the way you've loved Steven's because it's Steven or because of the, them or it's a combination. Because of them. And also because, and I hate to bring religion into it. Mm-hmm. but I am Jewish and you know, you're Jewish. Yeah. So you get it. And, <laughs> um, and I never cared about that. I never thought that it mattered and it doesn't. Right. But um, in terms of like feeling a familiarity with, with a family, when mm-hmm. you come from the same religious upbringing, especially something like Judaism, which is so niche, right. Like you understand the same things like the same right. no it's um it just it's feels true. like it feels familiar quicker it feels like home it, there's a there's a exactly. sense of home and what's so interesting when you say that is that obviously I was married I feel like I've said that five times on this podcast but right. I'm married. and my ex-husband is Jewish and we mm-hmm. very similar backgrounds very similar upbringings my boyfriend now is Catholic the first time I've been ah. in like a serious relationship with, well, I also was married a while, but with a non-Jewish person. And I, I, t- cause a lot of it, this comes up a lot in like conversation. Oh, like tell me about him. And I'm like, I don't know, it comes up. And I think had I not been married before, I would have been pretty dead set on wanting to be with someone of my religious background and upbringing. But because I maybe went down that road, or I, I don't know what it is, but yeah. it, like, I don't think twice about it. But then I, but I do have friends who have also been divorced and they're like, no, I have to be with someone of my religion. You know, like people have their thoughts on it, but it's because to your point, like it does make it, you know, there is like one of our very first dates, I think I asked him, I was like, how religious are you? Because I am Jewish and I'm not like that religious, but culturally I am. And, you know, we like talked about it because I knew if he was like super, super at one end of the spectrum, it probably wouldn't work just because it's such different backgrounds. But luckily we're both similar <laughs> with that I love that and I want to hear more about this relationship I know I know I like it the podcast I feel like it's but I haven't actually talked about him in any of my podcasts or really anywhere except like my store Instagram story close friends whatever and I feel like anytime I talk to you on a podcast like you bring things out of me that I like haven't talked about on a podcast because it's the podcaster in you like you just like you know how to do it <laughs> wait can you at least just tell me his sign oh could I tell you his birthday because I don't know the sign yeah it's August is it third or fourth? God, I'm such Oh, a... I love that. I love that. Oh, you it wouldn't matter actually. Leo. Yeah. yeah. Leo. Oh, you like Leo. You true. I love Leos. I love this for you. So what do I need to know about him as a Leo? Um, you just need to know that he loves like being like pampered and told that he's wonderful. 
and um he is like secretly sensitive and he's very like fiercely protective of the people that he loves Mm -hmm. um and he has a lot of pride um okay and good he's charismatic hopefully Mm -hmm. very much Wow, yeah, this is all like lining up. Um, and I take it, I, th- I think it's August 6th, actually. I'm a really bad girlfriend, but we're only three months in. August 6th is still yeah. leave, right? Yeah. It's through. So you're in the clear. I'm in the clear. I love um, it. Yeah, so that's a sign. I know I forget you're so into that. Yeah, so he's great. What were we saying? Oh, yeah, so with the religious background and with all that, but with family. Yeah. So I only met his family very briefly, like two quick times. Um, and he's met mine once and he's going to be with them again tonight. And it like, it feels, I don't know them well enough to, you know, say much else, but like, they're super sweet. I feel super welcomed, but I can imagine if you meet a, you know, not that they're potential in-laws, but like a, a, whatever significant other's family and they're standoffish or cold or like, then, I mean, it would be very hard for me to probably continue. I don't, I don't know, like dating. Agreed. No, agreed. And like, I just will never understand the thought process behind a mother or a father meeting a kid's mm-hmm. significant other who clearly makes them happy. Otherwise, why would they be with them? Right. And not being sweet and right. welcoming. Right. Like that will never register to me. No. And I I don't think I've ever been around, again, I haven't like dated that much because I was married for so long, but no one, I've never been around like rude parents, but I, I've heard horror stories. Like, oh yeah. Um, yeah okay. So in terms of, so with, you know, what you're, and you're not living, you guys are like in the process of moving into your own place, right? We are. Yeah. We are moving November 15th and we're oh, soon. Mm-hmm. So exciting. Well, congrats. Oh, so with, okay. So a lot of exciting things. So you're married now you're moving into your own place with being married. Have you noticed like when you bicker, have an argument, disagreement, is it different from when you were just dating? to when, to now, to kind of like how you guys handle that? Such a great question. And it just reminds me so much of like every Taylor Swift song, but <laughs> most importantly, the, I, I don't know how much of a Swiftie you are, but there's, she has this one song called mine. And at the end of the song, she kind of goes into like, they're having a fight. It's 2am. And like, she expects him to just be like, well, fuck this. And he like stays. And that's like marriage in a way, you know, it's like you both are just, you're there. So like no one's walking away. Like no one is exhibiting toxic behaviors. Like if something comes up, if you have an argument, you're working through it. And I think the knowledge that that's happening is so healthy. And like, that is what for sure I'll give marriage. Like marriage is really good at making you realize that like you're in this. So you need to coexist. And you need to do it well. And so like, it makes you able to get closer from those arguments and instead of like more distant or, right. you know, it's you're, so in it. you're in it. One, an old guy friend of mine told me when I asked him how he knew that his now wife was the one, this is a long time ago. He said he loved the way she fought. And it's something that stuck mm. like when they had fights, like the way she handled that, something that has stuck with me since then, because it is so, I think how you fight and argue and bicker is so indicative. I think of something so much larger, like, are you, are you running away? Are you pushing under the rug? Are you, are you staying in the room? Like, what is yeah. it? And I think it's, and it's also something that I brought up like early on in this relationship. Like, so how do you, like, if you were to get an argument with someone you're with, how do you handle it? Like, I think it's such an important thing. I mean, you oh, can't. It's so important. It's and it's like so hard important. to even ask because you can't really know until you have the argument itself. Right. Like, 
Right. Until yeah, but, but I remember recently, Stephen and I were talking about like when we knew we had fallen for each other or whatever. And his answer was like in, when we were having a fight and he was picturing me walking away, he was like picturing himself running after me, which is really funny. Oh my, wait, I feel like, did you post this on your Instagram or something at one point? I feel like I, or I'm having weird deja vu. I, I, feel like might have, I might have. I love that though. Like, I, but I mean, that's so sweet that he said that. Yeah, it was cute. Oh, he's a good one. He's a good one. <laughs> so, okay. So going to, okay, this is segueing. I don't know if you saw this. I posted on Instagram, but I, one of my last podcasts, I talked about the rules and I know you are a big rules girl and I love a healthy debate. And I actually feel that the rules are slightly archaic and I know you don't. So We'll just chat for a few minutes about it. And I read the book. I read it, I think, when I was like 20 years old. I think you had the authors on your podcast, right? I did, yeah. The- I I believe in the rules, but I believe in a modified version of the okay. rules, for sure. So what what would be like one or two or a couple of the, quote, rules that like, that you, the modified version of? Yeah, I think there's a rule that's like, you don't answer your phone after like 8 p.m. Like, you know, like there's like very clearly archaic, like there's a rule that like you always have to have straight long hair. Is Oh yeah, that is such an old, that's like, it's such an old school book. Right, exactly. So like, those are ridiculous. Um, But I do think that like, you shouldn't accept plans less than three days in advance. Okay. I think that like you shouldn't sleep with them on the first date. You shouldn't have more than two drinks on the first date. You shouldn't send them a text after the date. Right. Like they should pursue you. And I love the idea of just like letting someone pursue you. Yeah. No, that's true. And I do love that part. But I, I think I was saying it was more probably the more like the more extreme rules that you're saying that you you definitely like a modified version yeah. of. Because I because sometimes I am like a little assertive. Like am I actually my actually my first date with this guy was like the day of. Like we matched and exchanged phone numbers that day and went out that night because we both agreed. And I said to him, I said, I typically wouldn't do this, but I don't have plans and like I'm down to get a drink. So like we went that night. But rare. I think that's okay because you did the PSA of I don't do this, but I happen to be free. True. which shows I'm a busy woman and you just so happen to get me on a free night True. as opposed to like, Oh, you want to go out tonight? Great. I'll make it myself. I'll free. cancel my plan. You know? Like, right. It's all about how you convey it. And I think the whole idea behind the rules is like, be your own person who has a life. Right. And if you're continuing to carry that message of I'm my own person who has a life, you can go out with them that night. Just make it clear that like you just so happened to be free that night. Right. That's, That's true. probably true. Right. And I was, and because we did like an early happy hour kind of thing and it, I was free and I like, it, I was like, you know what? I want to go out with this guy. And so I did. But to your point, I made it clear that I'm canceling another plan for him. Exactly. <laughs> That's That I agree you do not do. Like that no, is- Oh, never, <laughs> never. That's just like- it's not to quote mean girls, but like, that's literally just like the rules of feminism. Like you it's, cannot cancel plans for not, a man. But it's so true. Do, have you noticed, like, I mean, I know the, like, I guess it's different pre-pandemic, post-pandemic, obviously, but have you noticed a shift in how like dating is in general now? I know you're removed from it in the sense where you're married, but your listeners, your audience, your friends who are single, like, is there a shift in how dating is? It's just like in South Florida, it's so different from New York. So I just don't know. I'm so removed from New York city dating know if there's a shift but I definitely will say that you know people are always going to be really really fucking over the dating apps and yeah. and it's hard because yeah. 
unless you can get over the fact that you don't like them and just work them, mm-hmm. you are not really going to meet someone. I mean, unless you're someone who like is going out to a new party every night, like blah, blah, blah. And so I think it's just like, get on board or else like yeah. get on board or be alone forever. But like, you better right. get on board. Right. Get on board. And that's along the same lines of, which I, I think we we feel the exact same about, I think you've talked about it. It's all about your attitude and take like, until your attitude shifts, like if you have a cynical attitude or a cynical, like a negative vibe, I mean, a- anyone can pick up on that. Right. Like, do you firmly believe totally. it's like it's how you approach it? Yeah. You have to like love the process and be like, Oh my God, I get to date all these people. How fun is that? Not right. like, Oh, I have to go out on all these dates. Like right. how about being grateful that like you are learning something new about someone mm-hmm. like you're going to be, if it works out, you're going to be married for the rest of your life. Enjoy this time. Right. Right. Do you believe there is someone for everyone or multiple people for everyone? Like, do you believe that any girl who's like single right now and kind of like freaking out, like if like you believe they will find someone? 1000%. And because I've met those people, like I do these dating app consultations and all I ever want to do is like set up the guys with the girls when like I I like I can I have to you really should have a matchmaking service oh you did have a matchmaking I, well I did and I dabble but hi my dog wanted oh, to hi. but I it's hard because you know women are tough when it comes to matchmaking and men too, but women, especially like they have their checklist. They're so gung ho about like, they need to be over six feet. They need to be this. They need to be that. And it just, it just is hard because I think the best way to really match, I mean, unless it's like my friend and I'm doing a setup because I think it's fun. The best way to really find your person is to like both say yes to each other on a dating app or in person or whatever. Mm-hmm. When you're matchmaking, like one person has to kind of be co- coerced, coerced into yeah. like dating the other. And it's like, right. no. So speaking of the checklist, do you feel like not saying girls or guy, anyone, no one should ever settle or, 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 you know, if they want something, that's what they should not settle for less. But do you think sometimes that checklist really hinders them from meeting? And are there certain things you think they could take off the checklist? Or then do you think of it as like sacrificing your needs? Oh yeah. You got to take things off that checklist. You got to make a checklist of needs versus wants and be so discerning and literally only put the things you, you would die if they didn't have these things. Okay. And how many would you say? Like, like, like four really important things that matter to you. Yeah. And then the wants are all great. Like bonuses if they have that. Exactly. And, And that's really what ends up happening at the end of the day. Like you, you cannot pick who you're going to end up with out like out of a perfect piece of paper, but you can pick what's important to you. And then like the rest should follow. And that really does seem to ring true. True. Cause I do have friends who are like, they have their checklist and like, I think it's good to a degree, but sometimes I'm like, and I don't want to say like sacrifice that because, or else you won't meet someone. Cause it's not necessarily the case, but some of those things I'm like, could you maybe do without like maybe exactly. <laughs> it's like, what are you bringing to the table? Right. And I also think people are so quick to, and it's hard on a dating app. Obviously I used to work for dating app. I met this guy on a dating app, but it, it's hard because so I think we're so quick to swipe. I still don't know which way is no, but swipe no on a dating app. And I feel like for me, like I swipe yet when I was on him, swiped yes more than I swipe no, not in the sense. No, I take it back. I swipe no more than yes. Cause some of those guys in there are very scary, but I swipe yeah. yes more than I probably even needed to, because you just don't know. Like you don't know. You don't know. There could be and one little thing on the app or the profile that turns you off, but maybe he's your perfect guy. Exactly. And I really, truly believe 
guys especially look better in person they are better in person Mm -hmm. and it's like you know how many times did you interview for that job and after they met you in person it was a totally different ball game like that's how you should think of dating like get to the in-person and then decide that you don't like them. But unless like you're repulsed by them, say, yeah. Right. Exactly. It's so true. And especially because guys like you do dating consult or app dating app consults. I'm sure some of these guys have really need help on their profiles. Like they try their yeah, best. They do. <laughs> they really do. For guys. No, that's I, okay. So before we wrap up, can you tell everyone what's going on? Well, you do dating app consults, so you can share that, but tell everyone what's going on. She's wearing some new merch sneak peek. And also, I think I saw you have an event coming up. I might've seen on Instagram. So yes. yes. Thank you. So I don't know when this will be going out. But... Actually, I'm going to try for this weekend, if not the next weekend. Okay. Amazing. So we have an event. If you're in New York city at Hall de Lumiere's, it is a date party cocktail attire. You can also come as a couple. If you're already a couple, you can bring, but you just have to show up with another person. So like a date can bring a friend if you really want to it's going to be incredible it's this awesome exhibit in the city in Tribeca there's free champagne it's going to be a vibe we also have uh shows coming up so just go to wemetatacme.com for all this information you can listen to wemetatacme wherever you listen to podcasts and definitely listen to the ones with Julie because they were one of those episodes that it was the breakup one I think Uh that one was like I feel like I heard about that I I didn't realize it was such a hit like oh it was uh uh, unbelievable an unbelievable hit um and then merch also is it out oh and merch um will be out uh the november 7th so oh, depending right. on when you're listening yeah. check uh the website Very for merch exciting. you have so much going on well i appreciate you coming back on i might like have you come back again i would be or maybe in person and <laughs> you're so sweet thank you so much Lindsay. i'll talk to you soon of course And there you have it. Hope you enjoyed this episode with Lindsay. And of course, if you're not already following her or listening to her podcast, I'm sure you are. But if you're not, be sure to do so. We met at Acme. And you can always find me on all social media channels at by Julie Lauren. I've actually been dabbling more in the TikTok world, which is funny to me because I feel old for TikTok. But um, I don't know. I've just been dabbling a little bit. So feel free to follow me over there as well by Julie Lauren. And as always, thank you so much for listening. It means more than you know. And I'll talk to you very soon. Bye-bye. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.